You cannot catch a virus. The Matrix is everywhere. It is all around us. I imagine that right now you're feeling a bit like Alice. Tumbling down the rabbit hole. Hmm? Well, back at it again, boys. Let your mind peel away the mysteries of the world. That's right. I'm talking deep, frazzle drip deep. This is Whiskey, Beer, and Conspiracies Podcast. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. Oh, by the way, my balls is hot. This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill, the story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland, and I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. And we're back. We're back for another episode. For all of you truth hooligans out there, another episode of the Whiskey, Beer, and Conspiracy Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Big Country, as always. On the other hand of the mind. Boy, Chris, how bad can we fuck this up every time? No, yeah, I, I was trying not to laugh. It was, I mean, it's not that your good. singing was terrible. It no, was it's good. awful. I do actually a wow. Yeah. I do an actually a pretty good kill switch engage. Oh, let's hear um, it. I, I need the song. I need the oh, song. Man, and and then and my and Storm Shadow sleeping. So uh, oh, I think maybe on the man. next one we'll do it for sure. Okay. I do a pretty good. Yeah. Uh, I used to sing it in the in the truck all the time with Dirty Roro when he would play it. And he oh, would yeah. fucking die laughing. Like, it's pretty good. It's pretty yeah. good. Yeah, I gotta say, I do a pretty good uh what's his name from Creed? Oh yeah. 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 Hello, my friend. Dude, I Dude, that stuff I know that guy's like a coke whore or whatever. Oh yeah, he's a fucking stuff, terrible yeah. human being, but Jesus <laughs> Christ. That was that was my cousin's favorite band for a long time, and I could not stand it. Walk into the house and she's got to play like with arms wide open. It's pretty what the good. Fuck is this? That's pretty Turn good. Dude. Shit off. See, that almost made me feel like I need to do it for you guys real quick. Yeah, you should, dude. Talent show. Hooligan talent show. Okay, real quick because I, you know, carry. Just keep it down. I try, it's hard to keep it down because it's okay. Like, so you guys know Kill Switch Engage, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. You guys know that the lead singer is a black guy. I didn't know that. I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah, he's like, and in, in, when he was growing up, he was like a choir boy too. It was kind of funny. Oh yeah. <clears throat> Tip of the tongue, teeth of the lips. <laughs> the human tortures of nine day bank loan. Okay. <laughs> All right. This distance, <laughs> this dissolution, <laughs> lacking to memory. <laughs> well, I think if I had the music and I could be louder, yeah, aca- acapella is difficult, you know. It's That's pretty good. I don't, but I, I don't like it. the pitch. I've had a sore throat for a week. I don't, you know. <laughs> Let's just stick to our our A game, which is so sending funny. out truth bombs. And yeah, sending whenever, out a good message. Whenever you guys are ready to do a, a sea shanty, 
I'm, I'm ready for it. <laughs> I'm down for a shoe right. shanty, though. I'll be down for I that. think when I sent that message out, that was like a, over a year ago or something. Yeah. yeah. I think everybody that was like, yes, which was everyone except for Boya was super drunk at the time. Because <laughs> my brother was like, yeah, let's fucking do it. And I was like, did you just agree to sing a song with us? You must be tanked. Right? <laughs> Yeah. yeah drunk jason's a fun jason though yeah we, sober jason's yeah. fun too but drunk jason is a we gotta have a, a drunk jason episode just to unlock him a little bit yeah dude tell tell drunk jason and tammy he's, and the kids he's part to come of the on down, he's part of the ownership of this here. company so he needs to start producing a little bit come on down yeah. here we'll barbecue let the kids jump on the trampoline I know it'd be hard to leave their compound up there. <laughs> up there on Ruby Ridge. Yeah. <laughs> it's literally on the side of a, it's like at the base of these mountains. It's got, it's got the high ground. <laughs> it's over, Anakin. <laughs> yeah, man. So thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode. We know you guys have a lot of choice, choices out there to choose. Uh, so we appreciate you stopping by. Uh, we always do a little bit of the business before we get into the meat and potatoes of the show. Uh, so great ways you can support the show is heading over to our website, wbconspiracies.com, checking out the shirt that yeah. Chris is showing for all the video Fuck, viewers so right nice. now. Oh, this one is clean. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. It's so good. Yeah. So clean, man. Yeah, dude. It looks fucking amazing. Yeah. I love amazing. it. <laughs> Three syllables. Uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, like as we had mentioned before, we're going to be working with a new t-shirt design designer guy for us. Um, so we're pretty excited about that. We're going to do a limited edition, one-time only uh, uh, print that's going to come out. We're going to have a certain amount of those. Get them while they're hot because it's never coming back um, as we kind of make this transition out of uh, corporate ads on our show and then being kind of fully funded by you guys, the hooligans. And that's a great way to do that. Another way to support the show, and this is, I've said this, we've said this, as good as gold at this point is leaving a five-star review on Spotify, leaving a five-star review on Apple, um, trying to get to a hundred reviews um, by the end of the year. I think we're, we're right there. Um, so that's, that's a great way to do it. Uh, Chris and boy, a rock fin. What's going on with that? <clears throat> rock fin is the place to see us, to see our smiling faces. It's free. You don't have to have a membership to it. However, however, if you do play, pay for the premium subscription to Rockfin, you get every creator on Rockfin's premium content, not just us. It's everybody. You can participate in our live shows, uh, our Whiskey Wednesdays, all the times that Big, Big Country goes live to, to spit with the, everyone that watches. It's just it's a great way to interact with us. Um, and, you know, for the price, it's a couple cups of coffee at your Starbucks. So you can't beat it. Yeah, absolutely. And and on top of that, with this live shows that we're doing, so if you guys haven't heard, a live show on Rockfin Premium Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday night. Uh, sometimes I have some guests jump in there. Chris and Boy are going to try to jump in there when they can. But that's an extra 16 to 20, depending on how many weeks there are in the month, extra shows you're going to be getting for the price of 10 bucks a month. And as Chris said, you're not only supporting us, but everybody else who supports content on that platform. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, last yeah. but not least, last but not least, if you guys do not know, you should know the Patriot Podcast Network. It's on, it's popping, it's growing, it's huge, it's free, it's on Roku. You can watch these videos that we make for the show from the comfort of your, your couch, on your on your love seat, in your recliner, if you sit on the floor, 
Maybe you stack up a group of pillows and you lay down and you watch it. Uh, it's a great way. There's a lot of great shows involved with that. Uh, about a dozen or more at the, at the current time. There's going to be even more coming on, working on some getting some big names in the conspiracy world onto that platform as well. So you guys aren't going to want to miss that. Again, it's free. You don't have to pay for it. Just go ahead and add it to your Roku uh, device, the Patriot Podcast Network. You can join the Facebook group if you want to. I mean, you know, that's a weird one. Yeah, I'm, dude, I'm 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 hardly on Facebook. Just to clear notifications, that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we did have a great guest come on the show for us. Michelle stopped by. She's an educator. She's a wonderful woman who took some time out of her busy schedule to come hang out with us for a bit, talk about the education system, uh, you know, why it's so important to have good teachers in these positions to fight back against some of these mandates, some of these, what, what, you know, what's been going on with the masks and how it's affecting kids. And this, this generation that just went through that in this, these pivotal years, two years, taking two years out of their life. Um, yeah. These kids are kind of fucked to be honest with you. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it was awesome for her to, to to jump on the show with us and hang out for a bit. So um, absolutely, yeah. Uh, Chris Boyd, am I forgetting anything else? Uh, Discord, uh, Twitter, yeah, hit the, Twitch. hit the Discord, the Twitch. We game on Twitch. We talk some shit. Uh, Twitch is really just just for us to have fun. It's not necessarily deep dive type stuff. Um, just for us to to play with the hooligans and and uh, chit chat and you know converse back and forth uh, yeah every once in a while we got to decompress from the yeah. deep dives that we do and this is a good way just to interact with us and and have some fun gaming uh it's really lighthearted. Uh, you know big country boy and i we all suck but we love to play games uh it's a great way to interact with us dude you were getting murdered last <laughs> night dude i was i was dude i could he's, he's calling for backup he's like dude i need I, help dude i was trying, i called I broken trying. arrow i called broken arrow no one came <laughs> dude, dude i was trying fucking my little one he's been having a rough time getting to sleep and uh he, he needed he i'm going sleep. home to game right now as a matter of fact i'll play some games with you chris there i'll you play go. some games with you there uh, you go. uh yeah last night was rough dude i i don't know if there was like honestly a latency issue i know some people in my headphones were saying that they were having issues where some like it just wasn't registering like everybody was beating me in a gunfight and i was like i why i don't get it and no. not, I'm not saying like I'm some fucking doctor disrespect or something like that, but yeah, it was just a rut, dude. Dude, uh, but, but even like I was going like three and twenty, and I was like, Ooh, that's not like I have yeah, that's I not was, like, like you. I been bad in a long time, so yeah, I don't yeah, know. even I'd pull off better numbers than that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you're doing much better now. You're pretty high, right? Yeah, I'm doing better now. Yeah, I'm doing better yeah. now. So yeah, those are the great ways you can support the show, guys. Enjoy this episode with Michelle. Um, and we will see you on the next one. Take care. Absolutely. Bye, guys. Later. All right, Truth Hooligans, I want to tell you about our amazing friends over at Dr. Cowan's Garden. That's right, the Dr. Thomas Cowan, a practicing holistic doctor in San Francisco who has revolutionized health with healing your body through a clean diet and natural medicines. You may recognize him through numerous videos, lectures, discussing many different topics concerning your health. And when it comes to viruses and the integrity of some tests that are being used to prop up the pharmaceutical industry's mass hysteria operations. Dr. Cowan and his family have created a way to benefit your body by inputting clean, healthy toppings that you can add to your already existing diet. Dr. Cowan's Garden has created powerful vegetable powders 
that you can add to your already existing recipes and use them as seasonings. Each of these jars contains roughly 50 teaspoons of a single teaspoon serve and a single teaspoon serving of Dr. Cowan's Gardens powdered vegetables equates to a full serving of cooked vegetables. Parents having trouble with stubborn toddlers not wanting to eat or finish their vegetables, not a problem. Throw a teaspoon of this shit on top, boom. A full serving of cooked vegetables. We're excited to work with Dr. Cowan's Garden by clicking the link, your new unique promo code, Dr. Cowan's Garden, to receive 15% off your entire order. Change the way you view what you put in your body and see how these products can change your life. Hey, hooligans, want to tell you about our newest sponsor, Mud Water. That's right. It's a coffee alternative made with organic ingredients that is good for your health and for your performance. Listen, are you guys addicted to caffeine like I am? But does caffeine even keep you awake anymore? Or do you just drink it to avoid the headache like I do? Check it out. With one-seventh the caffeine as a cup of coffee, you get focus, energy, immunity without the jitters, crash, and the dependency. Okay, mud fuels your morning ritual in a way that will make you Spartans smile in the Buddha proud. 100% USDA certified organic, non-GMO, gluten-free, kosher, vegan, Whole30 approved. What can go wrong? What can be better than this? Listen, if you're trying to get off coffee, trying to get away from the jitters, the headaches, the dependency of caffeine, give Mud Water a try. Click on the unique link that is going to be in the description of this episode to get you some Mud Water and crack that dependency today. Hey, Truth Hooligans, this is Big Country here with another announcement for a new affiliate by Longevity, one of our favorites. Listen, Ryan Alexander, you know him, the health guru who's been on the show multiple times, put together a special whiskey pack for you guys at a wonderful, wonderful price and gives you a free gift. Check it out. In this pack, you get Beyond Osteo FX, plant-derived minerals, one Beyond Tangy Tangerine, and Ultimate EFA Plus 90 capsules. That's four items for basically a discounted price. And what he's doing is throwing in a free gift for your support, a free gift to you guys, any book that you want on their list. You can check out the list on the link and check out this special with the link in the episode description below. Trust me, you guys are going to love this product. I use these products every single day, every single month, and it's going to blow you away. This is a deal you have to check out. So please be sure to click the link in the description of this episode. Become a hooligan, take advantage of the whiskey special, and get a free book by your boy, Ryan Alexander. So check it out today. All right, guys. Yeah, we're back for another one. Back for another episode of Whiskey Beer and Conspiracy Podcast. We have a wonderful guest on the show with us tonight. Um, Miss Michelle is jumping in the studio with us tonight to have a chat. Uh, so thrilled to have her. Uh, Michelle, why don't you introduce yourself and tell us what you do? Yes, I'm a teacher. I teach um, high school and I'm also a coach. I coach a sport. I've been teaching for about this is my 15th year. So oh, wow. it's, um, I've been doing it forever. I've taught middle school. I've taught high school. I've taught everything. You know, I teach economics, AP oh. economics. So the world oh, hey, around us, right? 
I took yeah. AP economics. I got a C. I, I, I took AP economics and my teacher stood up one day and said, this is money. This is good shit. Make a lot of it. And then put them away. And that was our economics class. The important know. thing is, did you make a three or higher? Mm, no. <laughs> nah. Oh, you know what? No, I didn't yeah. take my AP. I didn't take my AP economics test. I took my AP US history test and I did get a three on that one. Oh, good for you. But then I went to junior college, so it didn't matter. So. Oh. <laughs> yeah, now we're podcasters. I barely made it out of econ. I got a D. That's all I needed to graduate. So good enough. <laughs> good enough. Yeah, I've been doing good it. Enough. I've been teaching econ for about five years. So all right. the world the past two years has been pretty crazy in my class. Oh, I bet. Yeah. <laughs> it's gotta it's gotta be so much different now, especially with like crypto and stuff like that. You, is that is that in your curriculum as well? No, it's not, but the kids talk about it constantly. Okay. Yeah. yeah. You know, they're yeah. all invested and of course they think that they know everything. Of course, yeah. Yeah. They, they really <laughs> high schoolers are doing that? Yeah. I mean, they know everything. What? I didn't have fucking no money when I was in high school, not until nah, I was like, dude. seventeen and working. You know what I actually used to do in high school to get money is my my nana would make my lunch every day, right? And she used to make like really good lunches. So I'd be like, you know, can you pack me like double it up a little bit? And my English teacher, I would sell him my second lunch because he, he was like Mr. Peterson. He's my favorite teacher ever. I love that guy. And he would always be like, man, your food looks so good all the time. And one day he didn't bring a lunch. And I was like, I'll sell it to you. He's like, how much? I'm like, five bucks. Gave my whole lunch. So every single day after that, I would sell him my lunch. And that's how I make money. That's nice. very nice of you. <laughs> <laughs> they come into my room and they're like, you have snacks? Snacks? <laughs> She'd be like, uh, no. And Today, one this... of them came in. I was like, I have almonds. And he was like, eh. <laughs> hey, you, asked, you asked for a snack, okay? Right. You got almonds. That's what I mean yeah. right now. Beggars can't be choosers in this life. Lightly salted. Right. Those are dry, roasted, salted almonds. That's what I just had. That was right. my snack. Dry and roasted. Lightly salted. Well, um, Michelle, we, we appreciate you listening to the show. We're, we're glad that you took the opportunity to, to come on the show and hang out with us for a little bit and, and chat. And I know you had some things you wanted to discuss, some concerns uh, mm-hmm. involving the education d- department, uh, mm-hmm. the masks, the mandates. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you want to get, what do you, what do you want to start with first? Uh, let's first say I'm a big fan of your podcast. Oh, well, thank you. Thank I mean, you y'all so know much. that, um, I listen to it while I run. That's weird. I know, but I don't <laughs> have to change, I don't have to change the song or anything and yeah. laugh. Um, but let's talk about first mask mandates. Yeah. Ooh, bring like it. it. We'll start out hardcore. <laughs> yes. <laughs> So I was telling you in my email that we've been in person since August of 2020. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the only people um, required to wear masks or highly suggested were faculty members. Mm-hmm. So how does that help anybody? Yeah. It doesn't um, make any sense. It doesn't. <laughs> um, but um, so we had to wear a mask all last year. And finally, when people started getting the shot, everybody started not wearing them. And so I was looking the other day and on February 28th, another County near us had just dropped their mask mandate. And we've Mm -hmm. been without mask since April of 2021. So it's kind of weird to me to see people not in school. It's kind of weird 
that they're so far behind yeah. in education mm -hmm. because people, it's an agenda. Absolutely. It, yeah. I mean, it is. Yeah. So. When, when, when you, especially when they're telling you who can and can't wear masks at school, right? Then everybody, yeah. the shot comes out and the deal was with the fucking shot, you were supposed to be able to get it and then go back to normal. And then they changed that. Um, my, my son, this all started when my, my son was in kindergarten. Mm -hmm. He had like three months left and then they went from basically as soon as COVID hit, they shut everything down. They told mm -hmm. him uh, no more school. And that was it. No distance learning or none of that. And it was like oh the last month. Yeah. And it was like the last month of school. They were like, okay, we're going to put together this bullshit Zoom class. And it mm -hmm. was poorly, you know, put together. The kid, You're, you're asking a, a, a kindergartner to mm -hmm. sit and stare at a computer and be as patient as possible. That didn't work out so well for him. Then going into first grade, mm -hmm. first grade, it was, we started off distance learning. And then we get to second grade and we realize like how much behind he is. They started off second grade distance learning. Mm -hmm. So, so far his school career has just been a shit show from beginning to now. And uh, I think it was the 14th of this month. They dropped the mask mandate uh, for his district. So, it's shocking the date that that correlates with. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So it, it's, it's, it's super weird. Right. So there's still, they said it's voluntary. If you feel like wearing a mask, that's mm -hmm. fine. And we, we've always said that too. Like we're not here to bash people who feel safe wearing masks. We're here to bash mm -hmm. people who bash people not wanting to wear masks, you right. know? So well, I'm, I'm going to go that he's, he's not in a mask anymore. I'm going to go back to your first point where you said that the, the zoom was like weird yeah. We weren't ever trained in doing digital learning. Mm -hmm. We were literally thrown into it March 13th of 2020. <laughs> None of us knew what we were doing. Right. Like, so it was very hard because I would work Zoom and work 8 to 12. And then I had a third grader and work 12 mm -hmm. to 3. I also had a three-year-old at home. Jeez. Yeah. Oh, and, man. you know, and my husband, he's still working from home because mm -hmm. COVID and it's a real thing he he would just go upstairs and work in his office and i'd be like what about me and he's yeah, like right. well you you have the training and i'm like well i do but it's a lot <laughs> so we you have to remember a lot of people also had kids at home and they're mm. not trained in that and now i have yeah. a specialization in online learning after covid because i was like i don't know what's going to happen right so. exactly <laughs> Yeah, it was. I don't think anyone took into consideration like how big of a project this was going to be, not only for mm -hmm. the teachers, because I saw teachers struggling. I saw some teachers do a really good job. I have four kids at home and I they their ages vary. I mean, my daughter is now about to be eight. My sons are 12, 14 and 16. So I have a high schooler, a middle schooler, a brand new soon to be middle schooler and then my young daughter. So we're trying to do four kids online at the same time, all trying to log into, you know, Zoom meetings and keep track of homework and do assignments, stay on task. You know, I think at the time I was working, um, I, I think I switched from working days to mid-watch so that when I'd wake up in the morning, I could get them going on projects where my wife was going to work and I'd sit with the kids and get them going. And then she would come home from, you know, work. And then I'd go to work. It was just, 
a complete shit show trying to get things organized and tasked and it's impossible for the teachers to to coordinate with the kids to get what assignments need to get done mm-hmm. and the kids are falling behind my biggest mm-hmm. problem with the whole thing it is it completely desocializes the kids oh, yeah. and not only are the the sports getting shut down but then you take the the aspect of being social with the kids in that environment and learning and growing and developing themselves as individuals and how to talk and communicate properly with people. Um, You can't do that over the screen. And let me, it's nice. I mean, it it was a good try at something, but the kids fall behind. And that was Mm -hmm. one of my, one of my questions. Have you noticed as an educator, seeing the difference between the effects of kids that had like a full year and then coming back to school and how they're lacking in, in that type of uh, environment to be able to excel now that they're back in person. I just saw my kids struggling and I felt so bad and there's nothing that I could do to help them. Yeah. Well, I will say I didn't see a big difference in my kids because I had that training. And so I didn't see, and they're younger. So as I'm looking, as kids start to come up to me, because I teach upperclassmen, mm-hmm. the apathy now is is really bad because, oh, we just passed you. We passed you because you could have been quarantined or you could have yeah. done this or you could have done that. And that's everywhere. That's not just where I am. It's everywhere. And the the, the lack of motivation because mm-hmm. they know, they know they're going to fucking pass. Like, yep, right. they don't care. There's no attendance log. Attendance doesn't count. Mm-hmm. So what are we doing for these kids when they go to work? Yeah. Exactly. We're not doing anything for them when they go to work. So yes, mm-hmm. I've seen a huge difference. And I've heard from people that teach in middle school, sixth grade and under, they're pretty normal because they mm-hmm. don't remember anything. Yeah. But yeah. It's those grades. And then you had all those kids that went digital by choice and then they come back and they haven't been in the school since March of 2020. And they Jeez. come back in August of 2022 and they have no social just, interaction. Just dumb yeah. as fuck. Just yeah. absolutely. <laughs> well, I wouldn't say that. Them. I just don't think they had anybody anybody to motivate them. And yeah. So it's like they come back and they're like, "Oh, we have no credits." Oh, well, cool. Geez. Well, I think that's that's what people really missed is that when you have there's good teachers and there's bad teachers, mm-hmm. and I had a lot of great teachers as I was growing up that motivated you, that wanted, that pushed you in your class to Mm -hmm. make you want to do good. And that's, it's hard to motivate someone over the screen, like how we're talking right now. You know, we, we may find someone that is super into the topic that we're talking about and they're going to be throwing their life and soul into it because that's their, their job. They love Mm -hmm. it. Right. But Mm -hmm. these kids don't know what they are passionate about yet. They don't have that desire to go after one little subject and, and, just make it their life and it's tough to do that over the screen you know and that's why you need really good teachers to pull it out of them and i just found it really hard to see my kids motivation levels stay high when they're being talked to over a computer screen you don't have that interaction you don't get that response from a teacher that smile you know that you see Mm -hmm. on their face when it's not covered up by a stupid mask that Mm -hmm. they're they're excited for you that they know you're doing well and they want to push you yeah or a teacher to just look at you and say good morning yeah, correct. Yeah, exactly. Welcome to school. Yeah. So I think the hardest part for me is that, I mean, I didn't like, I cried a lot during COVID. And then when we went back, cause we had to wear masks, yeah. you know, I was like, I'm going to quit. I can't do this anymore. If this <laughs> is the way it's going to be, I can't do this. This is not what I like. Did you, did and, you have faculty members like, fuck this, I'm out? Yeah. Really? 
We did. Multiple. Wow. And we have a couple, honestly, we have a couple this year that are like out. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. I think, I think one of the biggest things that people forgot is like, like yourself, a lot of these teachers have kids of their own. So then when they're like, you guys are staying at home, good luck. Now you've got to teach your kids and then help your kid along, you know? And so you're doing basically double duty at this point. And they, they want you to, you know, have everything, all your ducks in a row and get everything, mm-hmm. you know, nice and neat, keep it tight. And, and I feel like, um, along with like the nurses and the doctors, mm-hmm. the teachers just kind of got shit on too. It was like, well, guess what? This is your job now. And, on top of like all of the other silly shit that we see going on in the <laughs> education system, you know what I mean? And, and it's, it's, it's really, it's, it's hard to see because like Chris said, I had a lot of really cool teachers growing up yeah, and I, and same. there's a lot of them that kind of shaped my personality, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's like, those teachers were so influential in certain ways. Now we're having like these teachers, these just really shitty people be teachers that are going to have a similar effect, but in a negative way on a lot of these kids, you know? <laughs> yeah, I agree. hundred percent. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's like I was told one time during COVID we saw who was here for the right reasons. Yeah. Teacher yeah. wise. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I was told that by parents and other people. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah. yeah. We've, we found out my son's kindergarten teacher was cause she was getting ready to retire at the end of the year anyways, but she, <laughs> I would have been was, like, yeah she was like fucking peace and the the craziest part is is like she was older so when they're like do zoom she's like do what she's like what huh yeah and she had already missed like the first three months of school because she broke both of her ankles walking her dogs down at the beach god on the beach she's she's fragile yeah step on a landmine yeah what the fuck and she comes back with like two walking boots on i'm like dude you should have retired last year. <laughs> <laughs> fucking tripped over a Vietnamese booby trap on the beach. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Were you yeah. walking the beach in Normandy? Dude, what are you talking saying? about? Yeah, we, you know, and, and she tripped over. She said she tripped over her dog. So I was like, okay. But so she missed all that time. Then, then the kids were without her for like three straight months. Then they do the Zoom thing. And she had it set up to where like you couldn't even see her. You know what I mean? So, oh, gosh, that's terrible. Yeah, so yeah. the kids were just lost, you know, and the and and I, I think like the students that suffered the most are the ones that were in special education, right? Oh yes, one hundred percent, and yeah. those below um, poverty level who didn't yeah. have Wi-Fi at home. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. and they and were that, just that, out chilling or babysitting exactly. their brother or sister because mom was working. Yeah, yeah. exactly. There's Crazy. a lot of households that weren't as lucky as you know my household or chris's household and you know like to tell them to open up their laptop because not every school provided a tablet or a laptop you know now we did yeah so my my son got an ipad i think did your kids get so i know my youngest daughter got a little um tablet my oldest son got an ipad Um, my middle son ended up getting an ipad and when we bought a chromebook for my jonah because the laptop or whatever they gave him uh it didn't work yeah so we ended up having to buy a couple and we when we ended up buying them and our the ones that we bought just worked so much better so we just used those mm-hmm. you know that the school was nice to provide it but we just 
we were having issues with it every other week, you know, so we're just like, well, we'll just use the ones that we got. And, you know, like boy I said, we're a little bit more fortunate than most. I'm, I'm employed and work for uh, mm-hmm. Cops Plus and they take very good care of me and I'm, I'm thankful for that. So, yeah. you know, you know, and Roxanne was working at the time too. Um, so it, it was, it was good for us. We didn't have any issues. You know, you said that you're a coach, you coach sports yes. as well. Mm-hmm. And now did the sports that you coach, did it get completely shut down? Um, no, well, they did until about summer, but then we had to be careful when we opened back up and we had to have this like, um, sorry, we had to have this like, uh, yes, it's actually my husband, so I don't know what's doing in here. Um, (laughs) we had to, um, have this bubble around the field where no one could enter. And I'll tell you what, I loved it. Loved (laughs) everybody not enter. Like, I think the school loved it more. Because yeah. we were like, oh, we keep all the parents out and we keep all the like crazy, like not the crazy mm-hmm. kids, but the kids that want to come in and like be involved and aren't really involved. Yeah. So it kind of worked out. I call it the COVID convenience. <laughs> you know, like when you don't want to go somewhere. You're oh, like, oh, for that, sure. Oh, were, your ath- did, were, your, were, your, were your athletes, did they have to wear masks during the uh, practices and games? Uh, no, they had to wear masks when they did certain activities, but they never did. Yeah, I I mean, they were outside. I'm not going to make them. Yeah, exactly. That was the reason we pulled my son out of baseball because, you know, it was going to be his third year in Little League. And they were like, oh, they got to wear masks. Practices are going to be different because each kid's going to have to be Mm -hmm. six feet apart. And I was like, dude, hold up. I'm paying you guys like almost 200 bucks. So we're not going to have any games Mm where their kids are going to have to wear. They can't high five. So I was like, no, that's not happening. So two of my sons played travel volleyball and my wife is a <laughs> is a coach as well. And the the club that they play for, when the mask mandate came back, uh, they're like hundred percent all coaches are wearing masks, all athletes are wearing masks as they're playing, and my wife lost her mind. And I was like, I get it. Um, if you want to put your foot down and you don't want them to go back, yeah. I'm okay with that. And if this is the, it's, is this is what you're going to stand for? I'll support you because I was in the same page. I don't think they should be, you know, having a mask that, you know, yeah, running and takes away their them. ability to breathe as they're playing a sport. And, mm-hmm. you know, they're all healthy. You know, we had COVID had run its course through all of us naturally. I had got it. My middle son had got it. Allegedly. allegedly. My wife got it. Allegedly. Allegedly we got it. Um, but, you know, three of the six people in my house didn't get it. And three people did. So well, they could, they could have got it. And they could have got it in this race symptomatic or yeah. whatever. Didn't test positive, whatever. But like I said, we, we all felt comfortable that we weren't going to get it again. Uh, we were all healthy at the time. Science and, denier, dude. And my uh, wife was like, <laughs> my wife was like, I'm absolutely not putting masks on them. So for three weeks, they didn't participate with their team and the mm-hmm. coaches at that. They have ever since then have, like just 180 on my wife and have been like to the point of causing issues. And I'm like, you know, deal with it. Just get through the season. If we got to right. go to another club, we'll go to another club. Week. That's right. Well, that just- brings, that brings me back to when I actually was quarantined in October of 2020 and I had to teach from home because my husband, he looked at me one day and he goes, I can't taste <laughs> and I said, I'm pretty sure it's COVID. He goes, well, it makes the beer go down better. 
Yeah, I'm talking about. <laughs> it tastes like water. That was like, as well, at that point, gosh. you might as well just start guard, just start drinking like fucking malt liquor at that point. Yeah, right? yeah. You know what I mean? You go buy the cheap, go yeah, buy the, the cheap beer. Beer, get some steel yeah. reserve and just knock I'm them back. Him to get his, I'm taking him to get his COVID test and my kids are in the car and he's coughing everywhere. And I'm like, oh, well, I guess I'm going to get it. Like, yeah. I never got it. Went got tested for antibodies. My kids never got it. Mm-hmm. And I'm teaching from home and you were talking about Zoom. I had it set, a camera set up in my room to where you could see me and I could yeah. see them. Mm-hmm. And so I would teach from home. Oh, that was hard. Yeah, yeah so, I bet. Yeah, but I've never rough. had COVID and I had antibodies tested. So I'm always like, eh, I'll just not wear a mask ever. Yeah. 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 I mean, <laughs> I'm we- tested weekly at my office. Every first day that I come to the sh- my shift, we do our briefing. I'm in with everybody. I'm talking to everybody. I'm, super spreader event That's dude what it sounds like it is it's, 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 it's the hypocrisy is it's a joke it's yeah. so funny and they're like okay come line up in this room we're all gonna we're gonna test now after they've given me my assignment for the day of where i'm working Drop so then pants, if I, baby so yeah <laughs> so then they swab us and then we wait 15 minutes okay you're good you can go out on shift now well, what about the last so 30 bogus, minutes that i've been talking man. to everybody uh, but yeah right it's they're ridiculous and, yeah. and but that have they changed like the testing policy for you or no. has it been the same since it's been pretty much as soon as it came down, it came, okay. it's all been the Cause, same. Cause for school, they changed it literally three different times within two weeks. Hmm. So uh, originally, so my, my son has missed over a little over 20 days of school this year and has not had COVID one time because he was exposed. So the first time they, well, the, the first time he missed, my wife uh, and I told her, I was like, you shouldn't have said shit, but he had food poisoning. Mm-hmm. And so she called and was like, Hey, Dom's throwing up. I'm like, why did you say that? You should have just said, we're keeping him home because we're doing something. So they were like, well, get him tested. And if he's negative, he can come back. If he's positive or you don't get him tested, he's got to be out for 10 days. So we are like, cool. See you in 10 days. And then the second time they're like, Oh, he got exposed. But I was like, well, aren't all the kids wearing masks? And they were like, well, yeah, but one kid wasn't feeling well, so his parents had him tested, and he's near your son in the classroom, so your son needs to go get a negative test. I'm like, he doesn't have any symptoms. And they're like, well... Go ahead, go ahead, boy. Sorry. Yeah, so they're, 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 they're like, oh, well, it doesn't matter. He still needs to get tested. You can register him with the district and we'll test him. No. And I was like, yeah, no. I, don't, I don't think so. Because then it's going to be like, oh, well, you already registered him. So now he's vaccinated. Yeah. Why don't, why don't I go see if Jimmy Savile's available for babysitting <laughs> while I'm at it? <laughs> yeah. I, was like, I was like, fuck no, fuck you guys. So then, um, we kept him home for 10 days then too. Cause I said, why would I get him tested if he doesn't have any symptoms? I'm not going to go and shove some shit up my nose just cause. So why would I put my kid through that? And they're like, well, we understand. Well, I think within that week time, there was so many kids and parents who were like, no, I'm not getting them tested. We'll see you guys in 10 days. So the attendance had dropped dramatically mm-hmm. and the school started to panic. So the following week, they call us on a Thursday to tell us that the previous Tuesday, my son was exposed, but new rules. You don't have to uh, get tested unless they're, they're feeling icky or whatever. Right. So I'm like, dude, what I, 
how did it change within a week? And why did you guys wait over a week to call me and to tell me my son had been exposed? Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like they want all these rules in place, but none of it makes any sense and it changes daily. Yeah, I'm, so, I'm sure you experience that all the time. Yeah. And so where I work last year, the reason they lifted a lot of the COVID stuff is out of like, I think eight to 10,000 kids that wow. got quarantined for exposure, only mm. 14 ended up positive. Holy shit. <laughs> and that doesn't even mean they got it from school. And, and yeah. they also said, we don't really even know that they were positive or not because most people aren't getting tested. Mm-hmm. Because like I said, you can't have COVID if you don't get tested. Exactly. So yeah, less than one, less than 1% you. of the people that got sick after being or quarantined, yeah. only 1% so of them got sick. They changed the rule this year to the three foot and or it's optional. So I've had a phone call from my son's school and they were like, well, he was exposed and I know your answer, but do you want to keep him home? I said, fuck no. He's going to school. No. He's fine. Yeah. Yeah. And the kids are. Have you and had I'm any... going oh, to be honest ahead. with you. Our county or where I work has handled it extremely well. That's So great. I'm very happy to work where I do work. So. Yeah, that's good. Mm-hmm. Um, have you had any, any students, uh, that had gotten vaccinated and had any, any sort of weird issues? Um, not if they have, they haven't told me okay. because they, they know how I feel about right, it. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, um, I know someone who told me that when they got their second shot, they had a fever for about 24 hours, but that okay. was the only <laughs> one who kind of opened up to me. Right. Um, that big dummy. Especially being like a coach, you haven't seen like any kids falling down out on the field of play or anything. No, I don't think many of them have gotten um, That's good. the third That's good. and fourth. I think yeah. a lot of them got the first two. Kind of like my dad, even though I didn't want him to, he got the first and second. And then he yeah. was like, I didn't get no booster. They told me I need to just get two. Uh-huh. Yeah, exactly. That's, so. what, that's what happened with my mom. My fucking mm-hmm. brother like forced my mom into getting it. And she was like, I'm done. I'm not. You said two shots. I got two shots. That's mm-hmm. all I'm giving you. Well, my dad wanted to travel, so mm-hmm. he wanted to go to like Las Vegas, and so they got the, and then they got there, and he was like, they didn't even check. <laughs> yeah, like, there's no way to check you. it until they roll out the the passport. But here's something, uh, Michelle, you might get a kick out of this. Maybe you've heard the story. I've told this once before when Boy mm-hmm. and I did a solo show. Chris, you might not have heard this, but when we was talking about when uh, my son Storm Shadow, when he finally got sick for the first time, so uh, we almost made it a year for him before he got a cold of any kind so so one night he's running a fever he's got a runny nose and all this and um we were up all night and it was like two o'clock in the morning i like my wife's in there with him and i can't sleep um mainly out of just just worry for your kid you know this is the first time he's still a little guy yeah so he's he's running a fever of like 103 and i call the nurse leave a message she calls me back she's a sweet lady sweet super sweet lady um but the first thing is she's like well is it COVID?" And I was like, well, <laughs> I I don't think you know who you're talking to, but uh, no. <laughs> and also, um, like, we're not going to get him tested. So she goes through all these things. Okay, well, here's what you do. Like, we don't treat a fever over unless it gets over 105. Yep. Um, she goes, you can give him some ibuprofen. You can run a, like a hot shower, let him sit in there with the steam with you to get the nose drain in. Uh, do some saline in the nose, all this stuff, running humidifier, which we we're already doing all that stuff anyways. And then at the very end of the conversation, 
I said Astro. I said, okay, well, let's just say that, for example, it was COVID confirmed. Like, I don't know how you confirm it because the PCR test is bullshit, which yeah. is why the CDC said stop using it. Um, <laughs> what would we do? And she went, oh, same thing. And I was like, <laughs> which oh. is nothing. Yeah. So, like yeah. a cold, then just treat like a cold. <laughs> and then she goes, but she said the only difference would be. Uh, you'd have to to um, quarantine him. I was like, "How would I quarantine an eleven month old?" Like, good luck in your crib. Luck in your crib, bud. Take his keys away. Lock Duh. him in the room and check on him on uh, day ten. Put his food tray in there. And... Yeah. He's like on the ceiling. He's Toss like a bottle at him, him and hopefully you get like a hamster water bottle. Yes. <laughs> It's a great idea. It's a great idea. He's, he's got like a like a looks like a, a rucksack. <laughs> he, behind him, but it's in his diaper. The, he probably didn't even have a cold. He probably was cutting some more teeth and just was running right. a fever. Because yeah. uh, very baby, well could have been. Babies do. Your body does crazy things when you're trying to to break teeth. Yeah. And as babies, mm-hmm. and I saw all my my kids do that. You know, my daughter all the way up to my boys. Oh yeah. You know, they get fevers and runny noses and don't feel good and are fussy and. And had those cold-like symptoms, and it's just fucking teeth. Yeah, I'll, I'll tell you well, what, though, man. A couple of weeks ago, I wasn't cutting teeth. I I thought I was fucking dying. <laughs> man, I was. I couldn't decide whether I was like I had a fever, but I was shivering like it was fucking snowing. Oh outside. gosh, did you have COVID? Okay, so here's the thing. My Wait, wife. So my wife was was sick too, not as severe as me. But she goes to uh, she calls the doctor because she was having really bad ear pain. And the doctor's like, oh, well, ear pain is a symptom of COVID. I'm like, well, fucking everything is, you know. Yeah, it is. Yeah. So she's like, you probably have COVID. You're going to have to come in and get tested. And my wife's like, I'm not doing that. And they were like, well, you can get like the, the rapid tests. So my wife goes to the grocery store, picks up two rapid tests. Of course, it's up. Well, so basically you take it, you rub the inside of your nose, you put some sort of solution on the Q-tip, then you drip that into the little thing that looks like a pregnancy test, and then you wait. So she tested positive, I tested negative. And I was like, okay, what's that mean? (laughs) Like, I don't think yours is correct. And she's like, well, I don't think yours is correct. I'm like, okay, so either way, we're both sick. It it doesn't matter what it is, right? We we still, so then she goes to the doctor and the doctor's like, oh, you guys could have got free tests. Here, take these. It's the same fucking test, but they both turn out negative. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, I don't know which ones are right, you know, but at mm-hmm. the end of the day, it doesn't matter. They gave her the same medication that they would have given her, whether she tested negative or not. They just don't get and, money for it. No. And, right. and, and and I told her, I said, you shouldn't have said shit because she got over it pretty quick. I was hurting. These guys saw me. They decided to turn a 10-minute fucking chit-chat into an hour-and-a-half-long session, <laughs> and I was dying. I remember that. My brother chair. was there. My brother was drunk, and he did not feel sorry for you at no. all. And, <laughs> yeah. They're like, so what's next? I'm like, you guys getting out of my fucking house so I can go to bed. That's what's next. So I will say but, this. My husband was a long hauler. Yeah? Like how, yeah. how, like how long? He got it in October, and he said he didn't feel normal till mid-February. God damn. Damn. Yeah. 
and none of us got it none of us i drank after him i slept in the same bed with him everything yeah. that's why i'm like I'm a whoopee action maybe from time yeah. to time i'm a, like i'm immune <laughs> right. hey yeah. man like i i mean i don't know i probably speak for the men here like i have to be very sick to turn down sex very <laughs> i haven't been sick uh, i'm going on five years boys five years i, I got Damn. my five-year chip my oh five-year good chip. good for you man um I, I that's like a whole nother topic it's i, I think right. there's a lot of things that are involved with that but what's interesting um about that whole conversation that i had with the nurse and my son like about my son being sick was that about a day later he broke the fever like the mm-hmm. very next day he broke the fever and then he just had a runny nose for about uh four or five days maybe and then a little bit of a cough and then it just kind of cleared up on its own um but you know, t- talking to the nurse, the the first thing was COVID, right? Yeah. Uh, COVID, 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 COVID. <laughs> then she yeah, admits the to me, or it's a cold, and if it was COVID, we just do the same thing. Yeah, that's it. There's there's nothing different. There's no specialty. Right. You know, they might try and offer, at least for, for the adults, uh, they might try and offer a, a fucking vaccine, but we already know that's bullshit, right? um so no, i'm not trying to die i'm trying to get better guys what right? are you doing yeah <laughs> I get, yeah i don't need a heart attack i already have a fever i don't need fucking heart inflammation or a stroke or stroke or, stroke. or fucking <laughs> bell's palsy or whatever right. you know mm-hmm. so, or intestinal um, herpes which i didn't even know that was a oh, thing dude there's uh, there's several types of herpes that's that a thing list. yeah there's that's uh, a side effect yeah. actually so pfizer was forced to release the the adverse side effects there's nine pages it's like 1700 different side effects and it goes through almost every single type of hepatitis and herpes yeah from this fucking yeah from and, and they're like you still hear the commercials on the on the radio like the the covid vaccine is safe and effective it helps you not spread and it, it you get and i'm like no none of this is fucking true none they've already said all of that is false actually it sheds so. yeah yeah exactly <laughs> yeah and and then you'll never fuck. You'll have to go to a cardiologist for the rest of your life, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so so if you have a kid that says, "Miss Michelle, I have a headache," are you obligated to be like, "You have we're calling your parents and you're fucking quarantining or testing or whatever," or is it something where you could be like, "Okay, you drink some water, no big deal." I just write them a pass to the nurse and say, "Go get some ibuprofen." Okay. And now, now and is it? Now, I'd be now does, she she makes the decision whether they need to go home or not. Okay. Not me. So okay. But, like, but, can, but does she, she make the call like this is COVID? Like anytime a kid shows up with a COVID symptom. No, she doesn't. Okay, that's mm-hmm. good. That's good. Because yeah. I I don't know how many times like I've t- I have to. And my, like, our school nurse is a saint. Good. Like, well, yeah, that's I don't know how they did their so. job. Right. Yeah. I don't know how she did her job quarantining all those kids and yeah, gosh, and yeah. To probably teachers too, because I know I've gone up there before and be like, hey, can you look at my throat? Do I have strep? Right. Like, yeah. Yeah, you probably need to go to the doctor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got I use her too. Like so. <laughs> yeah, but that's good though, because I I don't know how many like I had to coach my son like. Don't tell anybody your head hurts. Don't tell anybody you're, you know, tired or whatever, which is, is really shitty for, for you to have to, like, explain to an eight-year-old, like, hey, if you say these things, they're going to send you home. If you're blowing your nose too much, they're going to send you home, 
you know I what I mean? I have to tell my son that before, but he gets yeah. migraines sometimes. And so yeah. they'll be like, he has a headache. Go get him tested for COVID. I'm like, no, he just has a headache. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. No, let's get him some fucking water and a nap. And he's going to be, yeah. Yeah. yes, right? he'll be fine. Do that. Like, <laughs> I don't think there's a test to see if you have, if you're a pussy. being right now yeah yeah you know you know know, what's interesting about covid too and this is going to get real conspiratorial but we always we we already know that there is no accurate way to test for this virus if there is this virus um Mm -hmm. based on numerous things right we could go down the hole of they never isolated a virus, not just COVID, but any of them. Mm-hmm. Um, the PCR test can't determine between the flu and COVID, which is why they stopped mm-hmm. using it. Uh, so whether COVID is a thing or it isn't, I think there's an argument for both sides, right? Because people were getting yeah. sick, uh, rolling 5G and all this other weird stuff, right? Yeah. But what's interesting, I'm curious to see if there even is some kind of registration for this, of how many people died at home from COVID. Mm. I don't remember of any reports at all yeah. from anybody dying from the super deadly virus. I only know of people dying at the hospitals, which I would imagine mm-hmm. that's where they got their number from. Right. Of um, course. And I think there is an <clears throat> argument to be had about uh, people being uh, treated improperly at hospitals mm-hmm. for this thing. Mm-hmm. Um, making them worse, not better. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, the hospitals collecting checks. And I'm not accusing all hospitals, all doctors, all nurses. Shit, I mean, boy, we've done an episode. Uh, I, th- I think Chris was on that one with uh, the angel of death, right? Yeah. The yeah. fucking yeah, nurse. I listened to that one, yeah. Was mm-hmm. smoking people. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. There's that story, boy, I think I told you about one of my old foremen from my old company was telling yeah. me that he said some shit to a head nurse and the head nurse um, gave him some stuff that night and it fucked him up. And yeah. his doctor came in and was like, who gave you this? And yeah. she, he was like, ah, oh, the nurse or whatever. And that guy was like, you shouldn't have said that shit to her or whatever. Yeah. So there's crazy people out there. But mm-hmm. what I'm saying is, um, I mean, the number three killer of Americans is medical malpractice. Exactly. Yes, it yeah. is. So I, I I mean, is there a statistic on how many people died at home? Yeah, uh, I mean, you know, they're not going to report that because they're not getting paid for. No it. matter you know what, what I mean, no I, ma- I think. Sorry, let me let me just finish. Yeah. Your thought real sorry, quick. bitch. I, That's what he said. <laughs> I, sorry, I, bitch, I shut think, up. Uh, I th- I think the biggest <laughs> the biggest uh, number of deaths at home that you'll see aren't from COVID. If they were keeping track, right? You're you're not going to see so many people died of COVID at home. What you're going to see is so many people that were terrified to leave their house Mm -hmm. that had pre-existing medical conditions and never got them treated and went to their normal appointments to get their normal medication and died from that at home. Mm -hmm. And, and I, I mean, I'm, I would be, I would be absolutely shocked if there were more people that died of COVID at home than of that situation at home. Right. Because right, we, whatever we already, it may be. yeah, there's there's <clears throat> I, there was a um, a few news articles and it, even the the frontline doctors talked about how a lot of people uh, you know were skipping their um, their appointments, their medications, their all that stuff for already for diabe- diabetic you know heart conditions, yeah. all that stuff because they were 
terrified to fucking leave their house. You know well, what I mean? I know during the height of it, um, out here in Kansas, I, like I'd be driving home from work or to work, and I'd hear commercials for hospitals saying, "Yeah, come to the hospital, get treated, it's safe. We take yeah. precautions." I'm like, "Whoa, hold on! You told everyone to stay home, and yeah. you scared the shit out of them, and they're doing it exactly. And now they're not making money, so then they're saying, "Ah, oh, fuck! Now we have to run ads for people to got a broken leg. Come on down to the you know, <laughs> yeah. KC Hospital, you know, twenty four seven or whatever." I mean. Yeah it's it was a yeah interesting time those numbers or even if you're looking at statistics of people that are at home and dying of covid or whatever they're inflated the numbers of people dying in the first place because you got guys that are in a severe car accident they're dying because of their injuries they go to the hospital and they test them as they're going to the hospital because they got to test them before they go in the hospital and they have covid well, then they die of the injuries from the car crash, and guess what their their death is listed as? Yeah, it's a COVID death. Yeah, not a car crash death. That fucking car that smashed them. No, it's the COVID that killed them, yeah. well, which is bullshit. Well, I don't know if you guys saw this, but twenty four percent of of pediatric deaths associated with COVID nineteen were just wiped clean off of the CDC's website. There's over oh, seventy four. Yeah, over 74,000 pediatric deaths associated with COVID-19 wiped off. And, and you know their answer? Because obviously people like, I think like Epoch Times had, had issued a, um, um, what is it, uh, the Information Act. There's other people calling uh, the FOIA. CDC. Yeah, FOIA form. There's yeah. other people uh, contacting the CDC. Like, hey, what the fuck? All these numbers are missing now. Um, and they go, oh, well, it was... Basically, we have a, a quality control unit that counts the amount of deaths associated with COVID-19, and we just messed up. And it's like, dude, that's a pretty fucking big mix-up when you're talking about like how many kids are dying of COVID. So now we know that kids are even safer from COVID than, mm -hmm. they, are, than they were previously perceived to be. Yeah. Right. Well, they, uh, and I'm going to go... Very... Go ahead, Michelle. Sorry. Go ahead. Go I'm going to go yeah. off of what he just said about the deaths during COVID. I honestly think, and this is going to go deep into the conspiracy or whatever, yeah. but the suicide—that's yeah. why we're the here. Suicide, the suicide deaths and the opioid mm. addiction deaths were way mm. bigger in 2020 and 2021 than any COVID deaths, and they're yep. not doing anything about it, and they're not counting it. No. So, yeah. Yeah, the opiate deaths have always outshadowed COVID deaths. Yeah, but those and, suicide and deaths being isolated? Mm. Oh, yeah. Because, I, I mean, how many kids... Listen, when I was in high school, and it wasn't a super long time, but there was a portion of my high school career that I was homeless. And it was a little bit of a dark time, but I had some really close friends. And I had teachers who ne didn't necessarily know my situation, but they were always there, right? They were always mm -hmm. there to put a smile on my face. So going to school helped a lot. So you have kids who are far worse off than I ever was, especially mentally, that needed... School's to... like their safe place. Yeah, they have that one favorite teacher that they can go and, and bullshit with during break time or lunch or after school, and they get that attention that they need. Mm -hmm. And now they took that away from them. There's, you know, and, and like, like we talked about earlier, Zoom is not a replacement for in-person interaction. Yeah. So those kids that are struggling mentally, there's no outlet for them 
at all. And right, and right now, a lot of them go to get free meals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's it where they a, get their food from. Exactly. It was a setup. It was a setup for disaster, especially for the mental illness that a lot of these poor young guys are going through. I mean, if you think about what kids are going through at these times of, during school, you know, they're everything in their whole life is changing, and they're trying to figure out who they are. And then you throw in the fact that okay, now I can't go be with my friends and socialize and and have healthy relationships. No, go be at home by yourself. Yeah. And sit in front of those demons on your own. Yeah. Deal with everything on your own. Talk about a a setup for disaster. You know, that's the worst possible thing that you can do to someone that's struggling is give them the isolation that their body does not need, you know, that they need to get up and get moving and get out there, be in the sunshine, laugh a little bit with friends, Mm -hmm. you know, go find a little bit of happiness that keeps you moving forward every single day because as bad as everything is, you can run into your best friend, like, if I'm struggling, when I run into boy or talk to Brian, man, do I feel better? You know, when it you just naturally feel better. We're not supposed to be isolated and alone. Yeah, we're not solitary at all. Creatures. And I think that was a planned thing. So. Oh, for absolutely, sure. for sure, for and, sure. Because on on top of that, it created a, an even bigger class divide, right? Oh yeah. We talked about how hard it was for for kids less fortunate you know uh, on the the lower end of the economic spectrum mm-hmm. who, who struggled throughout that time and it, it got worse because people who were probably right on the cusp of that parents right mm-hmm. were probably right like just making it now covid they're comes not. along yeah they're not essential employees they lose their job they're going to lose their housing yeah. you know so it took so many people and we had talked about this michelle i don't know if you ever went through like the Q stuff. Right. But there was a, there was a Q post talking about the biggest transfer of wealth in history. And most of us thought, Oh man, this is, we're, we're going to get, we're going to get, you know, we're going to watch these elites tumble down and they're going to start Nasara Gasara. We're going to get our money back. No, the biggest transfer of wealth was more money. Yeah. COVID and, and, and the, the pharmaceutical industry, more money went to these elites than any other time in history. The rich absolutely got richer. They got more power. And anybody who was even barely middle class just got dropped down a notch. And, and, and it, it I just, just widened that gap. And I just finished, um, I don't know if y'all read it, The Great Reset by Glenn Beck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just finished oh, it. Dude, oh, okay, Michelle, is it good? Okay, so I have, I actually, I had to read it before I came on here because I was like, <laughs> yeah. I, have to, I, I took me three days. Like Glenn, Be- I don't know where Glenn. I don't know if he's a spook. He's kind of crazy. He's but... but he comes on and says a lot of good stuff. I actually have his book, Agenda Twenty One, and it's yeah. written as like a, a, a more of a novel, right? Yeah. Um, but it, it's, it's really good. And I was, I was curious to see if anybody had read that yet. Cause I was thinking about putting it on is so good. I yeah. was going to get it, put it on my shelf reading about 10 years, but, um, <laughs> it's like what I do with all the other books I buy, but you got to put it on your tablet and just, leave yeah, it on there, there you go. Yeah. Audio, audio book. <laughs> yeah. I know a lot of people do that. I, I like having I, um, a physical copy of a book. I enjoyed it. It talked about the new world currency. It talked about mm-hmm. how COVID was part of the great reset with the class system and things like that. So. Yeah. And it's like, it's like the, it's like the 1% just turned into the 0.001%. Yeah, absolutely. We, we, we saw Jeff Bezos get become the richest man on the planet. 
you know um yeah you know what i mean uh yeah. uh elon musk and, and and like all of these people and then every single politician got rich i i don't care if it was a republican or a no, they lined their pockets they all got filthy rich mm-hmm. and it was all at the expense of us and there's still people who support these idiots for some reason i i don't understand why but i think it was also a real mistake on the elites part because so many people were like wait hold the fuck up like my my cousin she is not political at all she could give a fuck less about it right but she owns her own business she's her own boss and the neck when when they shut everything down she was out of work right because she 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 wasn't considered an essential employee so oh damn yeah that's exactly so she she worked she worked at a nail salon right and her oh yeah she's not essential yeah so and and but the thing because she has by the rules not because exactly by the rules because she has a lot of clients that literally can't reach their feet because they're old or they have nerve pain or whatever right all kinds mm-hmm. of different things like you know going get your nails done isn't just a luxury for some people some people just can't do it they don't have anybody else to do it for them right so um her her luck thankfully the owner of her salon was super gangster and was like fuck that keep having your your clients show up and we'll tape up the windows and they just come in the back door <laughs> So, and then, and then her husband made her like a little mini shop at their house. Right. So, yeah. So they worked it out and she probably made more money then than she did Mm -hmm. before that. My best friend, my my best friend actually has her nail person come to her house now since COVID. There you go. See. And does her nails every two weeks and she invites people over. Oh, nail party. A nail party. And she always (laughs) asked me, like, you live an hour away. I can't go. Right. And, but she said she's done it since COVID because she said it's easier and she makes way more money. Oh yeah, for sure. You know? And so I think, uh, cause when the election came around and even the recall election for fucking Gavin Newsom, who I got a text message about, are you going to vote for him. him today? Oh my God. So, <laughs> so literally right before the show came on, I, I get this text message. Let me pull it up. I get this fucking text message. Huh? You made my day. <laughs> and it says, <laughs> It says, uh, hi, Shaboy, I'm Kelly, a volunteer with Gavin Newsom, asking people to add their name as an endorser for his re-election. Will you add yours? And I said, fuck no. <laughs> fuck that scumbag, and you can tell him I said it, too. And they never replied, so I'm assuming they got my message. Do y'all follow Babylon B? Yeah, they just got banned from Twitter. Of oh, course my gosh. They, they make fun of him so bad. It's amazing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, they just okay. got banned from Twitter for saying that. Rachel Levine was their man of the year. (laughs) (laughs) So, so check it out. Let's, let's shift gears a little bit, uh, Michelle, because I want to pick your brain a little bit about the education system and what we're seeing right now, because it is fucking crazy. Now this is not everywhere. So maybe you have a unique perspective on it. It might might not be affecting the district that you're in. Um, But I wanted to say this about Babylon B getting banned, right? So not to shift gears into Ukraine or Facebook and all that. I've had a very strong stance on it from day one, and we're right again. Yeah, but, I know your stance. So, <laughs> so Facebook comes out and says, temporarily, you can absolutely call for violence as long as it's against Russia. Yeah, or Russians. Or Russians. 
And then Zelensky comes out a couple days ago. Boy, you shared this and goes, the um, actor. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That guy. Same. Yep. Same guy. Uh, the mm-hmm. actor, dancer, crossdresser. That guy. Yeah. Yeah. Not Nazi. Nazi. Wasn't his says, show? Wasn't his show that he was on about him being the? Yep. Uh, and guess being what? Put it in, yeah. No. Guess what? Netflix is putting it back on their platform. <laughs> Not a joke. <laughs> Subscribe right, to the done. Patriot Podcast Network. <laughs> it is free on Roku. Um, <laughs> he comes out and says. All of the media platforms, all of the the mainstream media platforms in the Ukraine is now going to be government controlled because it's yeah. important that we have one unified message that is getting out there to the world. Mm-hmm. So there's no more independent journalists. There's no more uh, third party media uh, conglomerates out there. All of the information, if it is a media source coming from Ukraine, is coming from the government. Yeah. If it's true, you'll hear it from us. Is basically that's not communist at all. Okay, so a little little concerning. So last night, my wife and I (laughs) watched uh, V for Vendetta again. Oh gosh, it it scares me. We're it's we're watching (laughs) it. We're in the middle of it right now, and it's crazy because right all this shit's taking place in Great Britain. I know we're getting off off track here, Brian, but let me let me. That's fine. That's fine. So it's relevant. We're talking about basically a virus got released. The United States created this virus. The United States shuts down, goes into quarantine, ends up in civil war. Mm-hmm. Now, all these other countries who depend on the United States for aid, for military backup, basically they fall. They, uh, a fucking guy who who is not a government employee or or any part of the military or whatever, he's a pharmaceutical investor, ends up running Great Britain. Fucking, he's the head. They have one station that they filter all of the news and all of the entertainment through, and that's what goes out to people's TVs. You have a curfew. You can't show up uh, after curfew or they arrest you. The cops are all corrupt. If they catch you outside, they're going to beat the shit out of you. If you're a pretty girl, they're going to rape you. And they don't want anybody opposing them. That's why they keep going after V. And he's like, fuck that, blow up parliament, which isn't like the worst idea for a movie. (laughs) Well, and then, and then I remember because it sounds like Australia. Right? Yeah. (laughs) It's so funny you mentioned V for Vendetta because we started watching it just a couple nights ago, too. And we got to the part before I fell asleep. We got to the part where (laughs) (laughs) they blow up Parliament, right? Um, Or was it Big Ben? I can't remember which which one. Oh, was it the one Uh, where they're on the rooftop and they watch everything blow up? Yeah, it was a clock tower. Yeah. I don't think it was Big Ben, but it was. Yeah. Yeah. And um, then the next day, the media goes, oh, the the planned explosion of the building. Emergency Uh, demolition. Yeah. Went off without a a hitch. It's been planned for months. Yeah, it's so funny that we're seeing this. Yeah, um, you know, but the point about that is, there's a couple people in in history, uh, you know, from my APES history days. No big deal. <laughs> also took control. Not AP the, Econ though, right? Nah, <laughs> I get the bell curve, and that's about it. Um, that took control of the media, and all the information was coming from the government. Yeah, we yeah. know that they staged false flags, right? Mm-hmm. The burning of the Reichstag. That yeah. happened. We know about all that. And they, they were called they, the Nazis, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Then 
the United States takes a, takes a chapter right out of their book. We recruit all their scientists. Arguably, we gave a lot of them passes. That whole the whole Nuremberg trial, I think, was a big sham. There was fucking twenty people that got hanged, and the rest of them were like, "Check out this new job." Yeah, uh, we have yeah, for right. You. It was like cooks and shit. Like, yeah, fucking Nazi. <laughs> yeah, you fucking Nazi. They're like, I just did some mail. What do you want? Yeah. What meanwhile, are you talking about? Yeah. Meanwhile, they're like, I built a rocket and uh, we're going to go to space. Like, cool. What cool, about those dude. skin lamps you made at fucking Auschwitz, you weirdo? Yeah. I wouldn't <laughs> worry about those. Uh, Ew. So then, and now we're seeing a very similar thing to playing out with, with Ukraine. And, and I saw a brilliant post, and we'll get to education, Michelle, right, right after this point. Okay. I saw a brilliant point somebody had put, I think maybe it was on Twitter, but it was shared on, on, on Instagram. And this dude said, so why am I even fucking paying taxes? Yeah. So the Congress goes out and gives themselves a 21% raise when inflation 21%. is 21%. Yep. That's a big number. Oh, That's yeah. crazy. And they're, uh, as far as I'm concerned, anybody that voted in favor of sending Ukraine $13 billion should have should be internally investigated. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it, was, it was more than that. So they got $13 billion. Then a few days later, he gave him another eight billion on top of that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so not only did it take them eight days to send them, you know, about fifteen billion dollars in aid, it, it took them six months, and they gave themselves, I think it was a twenty percent raise at that time to decide whether or not we deserve six hundred dollars. Mind you, it was supposed to be two thousand, right? Right. But they go, oh, no, you guys already got twelve hundred from from the last guy. So mm-hmm. we're just going to even it out, make it a two. By the way, six hundred bucks. That should last you guys until about June. Um, <laughs> you should be able to pay your rent, tuition, car note, all of that with the six hundred dollars. Right. That's how out of fucking touch these people are. And, and, and we pay of- back to economics, how much yeah. money yeah. they just keep. They well, just keep, keep talking with, about how much money they fucking print off. Yeah, they've printed. There's, well, there it is, Michelle. What was the number? What was the number? Eighty percent of the yeah. money that has been printed has been in the last two years. Yeah. Well, why? People are like the Fed raised the rates. I'm like, they need to. <laughs> yeah, they, there's no way they could catch up. It's it's, no. it's insane. Like, okay, we already fucking know that debt money all this shit is just a promise it's not real right I, not real I owe you. yeah so but we still got to play the game unfortunately mm-hmm. but these idiots who think they're above the game when they print all of this shit out and then they go oh it's putin's fault no, hold on this shit with putin just popped off within the last few weeks what's been going on the last two years you right. know what i mean and you guys have been printing money printing money printing money you're sending mm-hmm. The, the first round of Trump didn't want to sign was because you guys were sending fucking $40 million to India for gender studies. Mm-hmm. We just sent some to uh, Egypt for yeah. Egyptian. Uh, I listen for higher. I don't know that. Yeah. I don't know their culture. But I, I highly was... doubt there's too many people in India and Egypt and all these places that we're sending all this money. They're like, I don't know. Maybe I am girl. I don't know. Let's find out. Let's find out. I watched, I remember during COVID, I watched the presidential speech every day. I watched it every day because he was amazing and it was fun. 
And <laughs> they were like, we're going to send out stimulus checks and we're going to lower the discount rate and we're going to buy all these bonds and we're going to do this. And y'all probably mm -hmm. don't know what I'm talking about, but it's economics. And I looked <laughs> at my husband and I said, this shit is going to cause inflation. Yeah. It's going to happen. Sure. Yeah. And my dad told me when he bought a house in 1983, where we live, it was 14% mortgage rate. He said, raising it 0.25% ain't going to do shit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So he was like, so get over it. Yeah. Like, he's like, they got to raise it more than 0.25. Yeah. And, and, and it's going to keep going up, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's because they just want to keep printing it, but they're sending all of this money. Well, they're printing to, it to, to put in countries. their pockets. Oh yeah. They're printing it to put in their pockets. And then we yeah. pay the interest on that. Mm -hmm. Yes. We pay it when we pay with our, our labor. That's yeah. so funny. I love it. <laughs> and <laughs> our gas. And our gas. <laughs> oh, okay. So, so it's when Putin's, gas, it's Putin's fault though. It's, oh, gas. it's always Putin's fault. Yeah. What are you talking yeah. about? Nancy Pelosi's trying to not to swallow her fucking dentures. When you keep telling you it's Putin's fault, it's Putin's fault. She's Putin's just fault. trying to You're gonna you're gonna you're gonna tell me the first you're gonna tell me the first day in office that Biden started throwing out all these fucking executive orders where he shut down the pipeline <laughs> and he said no no more fracking, all the stuff that he said he wasn't gonna do that he fucking turned around and did right away. Well, wasn't he, gonna make us you know, we're no longer going to be self-sufficient on right. our own oil. To be fair. You don't think that's going to cause us some issues for supply and demand with fucking gas? To be you fair, guys he fucking said, wake up. He said, Biden said, I will kill the oil industry. And he's done yeah. that. So he did say that. that's the one thing he said he was going to do that he did. <laughs> Not the energy yeah. company his son works for. Unfortunately, right? unfortunately, yeah. he's killing everybody in the American public oh, because we're all reliant on this, considering the fact that 90 or something percent of all the trucks run off diesel yeah all the deliveries well, for if, all the goods I actually, everything else i actually know a diesel driver in texas and it took her 1100 to fill up her tank fuck god 1100 dollars. okay i'm gonna so she now has to raise her prices chris sucked three dicks to fill up his four <laughs> three on the way here it oh was it was god. the it was it I, it was one of my lowest moments, but you, you got to do what you got to do. Just to okay. come to podcast. 20 bucks is 20 bucks. Yeah. And us, hey, it's it. still a job. The blowjob's still a job, Chris. You did well. Oh, my God. Proud Hold on. My son's coming to tell me goodnight. <laughs> oh, that's all right. That's what, we're all, that's what we're all about here on the show. Family time. Yeah. yeah. Hey, what's up? Little who? Little who? Look at that hey. handsome man. His name's Hi, Easton. Hi, Easton. Hey, Easton. Dude, you're famous, Can you bro. Can you wave? Oh, yeah. you have to give girls autographs now. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah, man. <laughs> All right, go to bed, okay? <laughs> Good night, Easton. You can have my phone. Here you go. Go in my room. Good night, Easton. Hey, say, say good night, Easton. Say good night. Good night. <laughs> oh, good night, man. That's a cool one right there. Yeah. Go get a charger. You don't hear us. That's okay. He couldn't hear you, but. <laughs> That's He's a mess. Man. He's like, I want to go tell mommy good night, please. Heck yeah. Yeah, of course. <laughs> That's a good so, boy right there. Um, <laughs> shifting gears in, in the last part of the show here to the education system. Um, mm -hmm. Now, this I, I don't know how centralized this is or if it's in pockets in different regions, in different states. Uh, I mean, I don't have a child old enough to be in school, although my kid's going to be homeschooled. Nothing against you, Michelle, good for, taking away good from for your you. tradition. But, no, good for um, you. 
you know, all these crazy things we see on Instagram and Twitter of like the 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 pushing of the gay agenda and the trans oh, agenda. Yeah. And, uh, you know, even before the mask mandate was lifted, you saw, I I mean, I saw a video of, they like locked some kid in the closet because he wasn't wearing a mask or they were suspending students for not wearing masks. Mm -hmm. Yeah. In in California and stuff like that. So, so, um, Michelle, like, what's it like in your district? Are you seeing a a big push for this or is it just uh, a big push for which one? Um, as far as the agenda of, of trans being introduced into sex education and, and mm-hmm. things like that, I know, Chris and Boy, you're talking about it. Uh, yeah, we I, I got to be careful what I say here, because we don't really have like I don't teach sex ed, so I don't know what's in the standards. Right. Sure. Um, but I do teach a couple of trans students, which mm-hmm. is I mean, that's fine with me. The kids are very yeah. accepting, whatever. Um the mask mandate thing. If I see a kid in a mask, it's like, okay, whatever. That's what you want. Right. Right. Um, I'm very like, kind of like y'all, it's your thing. That's what you want to do. I'm not going to do it. Yeah. Yeah. But um, I don't see a push for it in my district. That's good. Now I have seen a push for it in a lot of neighboring districts. Mm. Which can be scary. I'm not going to, I'm not going to lie. I pulled my kids out of public school after the curriculum for the sex ed got did pitched. you do did y'all have crt yes okay so boys have black yeah. we, don't, <laughs> we don't we don't have that yeah. so it, it was awful i mean and don't get me wrong I, i'm not saying that any particular group is awful that's not what i'm mm-hmm. trying to impart but what i'm saying is we come from a household where we teach our kids what we think they need to learn about sex Mm -hmm. as far as you know man and a woman marriage love whatever but it's all age appropriate i mean i agree 100 percent and i think that's that's something that needs to be said too is age appropriate you're not going to tell my eighth grade son that a a a healthy alternative to abstinence is anal sex because a girl can't get pregnant Mm -hmm. that's not going to fly at my actual curriculum right and this brings up my whole point of leah thompson okay Mm -hmm. Oh my god, that dude! I can't, I can't, I can't. Yeah, because he's a man. Yeah, well, because he's you can't be a feminist and be like, this is okay. Absolutely, I agree with that one hundred percent. And you're taking away from Virginia's winner. Exactly, exactly. Mm -hmm. And Michelle, you said you have you have two boys, correct? Yes, I do. Okay, so Chris has a daughter. I have a daughter. There was nothing that would break my heart more than to see my daughter put her heart and soul into a sport, right? My wife mm-hmm. was an athlete. She was a collegiate athlete. She played she played Division II softball all growing up. I couldn't imagine my daughter to say she wanted to play, uh, you know, softball. And next thing you know, she's at a D1 school, but she's her team keeps getting blown out by a male right. pitcher. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Who's hitting fucking bombs and throwing hundred mm-hmm. miles an hour, like a hundred miles it, an hour underhand. Imagine well, yeah. that shit. Well, well, the whole idea about competition is a, an even playing field, right? That's why major sports leagues test. That's why the Olympics test for PEDs and things like that. That's but why you have D one and well, the D2 thing I had a problem exactly, with exactly with the swimming thing is that that person, whatever I don't know, um, person him was six four. Yeah. Of course, he had something over someone who's my size, who's five two. 
Exactly. Like exactly. he can reach further, or she. Yeah, and the, the muscle structure. And this, it's a him. I saw, still got a dick and balls. I saw a picture. <laughs> of, oh, I saw the picture too. Oh yeah, junk just fucking. Well, you're talking about this six foot four man in a one piece. Yeah, you know, one piece, and you know, all the other swimmers. Did you guys see the one where he who got last in the men's division and now he's first in the female? Yeah, Mm -hmm. so that's that's the biggest point, right? Mm -hmm. You take someone, and and this is not knocking women, women athletes are phenomenal. And when you take the top woman athlete and you put them against a normal man, they're probably going to beat the normal man. Absolutely. Now, you take someone that's at the bottom of a men's sport. And you inject them into the women's sport. What happened? Yeah. That man who competes in the same sport dominates. Yeah. Right. And right. it's not knocking male or females. No, we, we saw it in tennis. It happened in tennis. Well, it's and honestly, it's not. It's not like someone like Caitlyn Jenner who decided they were going to be translator in life, and they've exactly. already run won all yeah. their awards. Yeah, You're but competing. She, she, now, now a year ago, this Caitlyn, this guy was a guy. Caitlin competed against agrees, men. But Caitlin Jenner agrees that men Bruce should be in men's. Yeah. Yes. yes. And, and, uh, but Caitlin Jenner agrees men should be in men's sports. Biological men should be in men's sports. Biological yeah. women should be in women's sports. And the trans community is trying to eat Bruce alive for that shit. And I love that you call him Bruce. Oh, it, 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 here's the thing we grew and, up with Bruce. But here, I love here, Bruce. Here's the thing. I'm going to put a couple things into perspective here, and it'll make total sense. Now, I'm not saying that every person who's struggling with a gender identity crisis is mentally ill. There's definitely some things you got to work through. You know what I mean? But you you have Bruce Jenner, who literally kills a person with their car, right? Right. The whole Kardashian empire is about to crash down. The last thing they do is a last resort to keep their their um, their name relevant. I'm going to be a woman. Then everybody's talking about how brave they are. Nobody heard of it. Like, you could ask a random person on the street, did you know that Bruce Jenner killed somebody? They'd be like, no, I didn't know that. Yeah, I knew it. Right? But they were too mm-hmm. focused on the story Boy, of transitioning to be. It's yeah. called a distraction. Exactly. Now, Leah Thomas one of the lowest ranked also a distraction from russia and ukraine sorry oh yeah for sure but leah (laughs) thomas one of the lowest ranked one of the lowest ranked uh male swimmers wants to be competitive and win right the only thing that drove them to transition to being a woman was they wanted to win i can guarantee you that if leah thomas was was in the top 20 of men swimmers never would have thought about transitioning. To I be agree. A hundred percent. You know, so there, there are things, like I said earlier, this is, I'm not saying there's that type of motivation for people. There's underlying issues there that yeah. people aren't talking sure. about. Yeah. For sure. For sure. And, well, and I think that that's something that people are, are kind of overlooking normal people not obviously not fucking smart ass people like us but normal people (laughs) normal people aren't seeing these signs right because if 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 he was competitive in men swimming why would he ever transition right same with fallon fox the 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 man mma fighter that wanted to transition to be a woman he was losing every mma fight i didn't even know this yeah he beats the story. fuck oh, out of these poor um, women. Uh, and, and this is a combat And it's sport. a he? It's a he. It born a he. It, born a he. It'd be like taking me former, and putting me in a boxing I'll have to ask my husband because yeah. he probably knows. Yeah. Yeah. Former military 
ends up deciding they want to transition to be a woman, literally to the point where former military, he probably kills them, fractured a woman's skull during Jesus. a fight. And 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 of course, people are pissed. Dana White called him out. This is bullshit. You can't do this. Men's bone structure much more dense than a female's. Mm-hmm. And and then they tried to attack him and call him transphobic. But it's like but not the swimmer. No. There's no the feminine like you said earlier, the feminists are nowhere to be found. They don't uh, want to it, touch. It them. makes me very angry as a woman. Mm-hmm. It should be. It, and it should, should yeah. Well, and, and on top of that, like I, I know I, I was talking about this on a live a couple weeks ago when this first came out with Leah Thompson or Leonard Don whatever. Um, is that, is that his real name, Leah I Leonard? No, I, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Fucking phony is what it is. Yeah. Is like I watched my wife grow a human being in her body and give yeah. birth. Uh, she went all natural like a gangster. Hell and it yeah. was the most incredible thing I've ever seen. And my son is my world. So I am not going to give somebody um, who is irrelevant in a big world the privilege of being called a woman because you cannot do that. You can't do what she did, what Michelle, what you've done, mm-hmm. uh, boy, your wife, Chris, your wife. Like, that's, that's what I'm saying. Everybody fair. here has seen it. Yeah, yeah, right. exactly. as, yep. get fucked twice on Sunday and then <laughs> pray for forgiveness afterwards. But yeah, I'm not I'm not gonna do that. That's yeah. right. Now I've never also encountered somebody who's gotten into my face about their pronouns or anything like this. This is something I've only seen, you know, on the internet and whatnot. But um I feel like it's a small group. Hey, I've come in, I I am not I'm the probably the least transphobic person because I probably encountered the most because I have yeah, I have encounters all the time mm-hmm. while working, and I'm never rude to anybody. I'm never gonna call. Well, uh, there's no reason to be. Correct. I'm always polite, courteous. If your name on your driver's license says Leah, I'm gonna call you Leah or Miss Thompson or whatever it is. If it's Bruce Jenner, it's gonna be called Mr. Jenner. If it's Caitlyn Jenner, it's gonna be Mrs. Jenner. Right. Whatever it is. Okay, I'm never going to tell anyone not to go do what they do. If you want to identify as that and you want to change your biological, you want to cut things off, you want to add things, you do you. Okay, however, there's got to be some kind of standard where if they that people that are in that transition phase, they go and compete against other people and they have their own little bracket. Yeah, that way that they're on even playing field. So if me and boy are going to go compete in women's jujitsu. And gold medals all day. <laughs> I would pay to watch that. So, so we would go compete in our own class, and just mm-hmm. like the swimming, it should be the same thing. Uh, it's got to be level across the board. They have rules for a reason. Now, I heard uh, I was listening to a radio, uh, uh, a podcast, and they were talking about it, and they're like, "Well, you know, if they didn't like this, they should have just stood up and then not competed in that event." That's so you're fair. telling me. You're telling me that these poor people that have trained Worked their whole life, whole life to get life, to this yeah. point, hey, just sit it out. Mm-hmm. No, what you do is you go and compete your ass off yeah. the best of your ability, go get that silver medal, and then hopefully down the road, there's going to be an asterisk by this yeah. where it could be corrected down the Absolutely. road. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, my husband told me the other day, he said, You know, it's never going to change. And I was like, Why? He's like, It's already been accepted. Yeah, you know, and 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 I I thought about the same thing, and I and he is not as tolerant as me. Like, yeah, and unfortunately, I would have to agree a little bit with that, right? Mm Because we we've seen it with everything. Like, we know 
that anytime the government feels like it's for our own good, they could shut everything down. They've already done it. So same thing with this. So yeah, I don't think your husband's completely off the mark with that. And it, it and was it's, like, she, it's just not going to change. Yeah. It's, it's, it's so shitty. It's just like, I have to but raise a daughter and explain to her if there's ever a boy in her division or of whatever, right? Because, uh, right, she just started jujitsu, so there are times, especially at, at such a small, you know, size and in, in mm-hmm. age. If she did want to compete, she might have to face a boy her same size. It's mm-hmm. far different, right? They're not developed. They're they're five years old. Uh, but if she decided, okay, I'm I'm going to compete. You know, she's in 125 pound bracket. Next thing you know, this guy who identifies as a woman decides to be in her bracket and just smokes her. Like, that doesn't sit right with her, her coaches, me, anybody else on the mat. But because everyone's afraid of being canceled, right? I I don't give a shit. You can't can't cancel the hooligans, dude. No, you can't can't cancel me because I don't care. (laughs) You know what I mean? But the 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 organizers of the of the tournament they might feel a certain way like oh this would be bad publicity we're just gonna let it happen and i think that is where it's all gone off the fucking rails right my, yeah, my, my, go ahead. my husband had to wrestle a girl in high school because he was a wrestler and he beat her ass huh oh yeah he beat her <laughs> ass but he was like it's not the same. No, it's not the same. No, and he and and I guarantee you, he didn't feel good about that. You know what I mean? No, he just no. said, "Don't beat me." Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, and well, and it's like you're you're throttling your you know you're throttling your talent a little bit because yeah, you kind of feel shitty if you just smoke this girl. You know what well, I mean? Like, dude, I don't know how many times I've rolled against a girl in a gym, and I definitely do not go as hard as I can do against the guys. That's what he uh, said. He was like, I'm I didn't trying to be that way. I'm just like, also, I don't want like, I don't want to grab a tit. Like, I, it happens. But right. It's like, you know, I mean, yeah. But don't ah, get me oh, wrong. Sorry, shit. Shit, sorry, sorry. Don't get me wrong. There are plenty of female jujitsu fighters that would destroy me because yeah. my jujitsu is not that. It's better than Chris's, but it's not that good. Here we go. Don't be mean to Chris. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? But, just, a- just ask your brother in law how well it went oh, for him. Okay. But uh, just fine. Yeah, you, I owned you. You're a skinny no. little twerp. I could no. ragdoll you, you all day you long. Know, it's just, I don't remember it's, that. It's incredible. It's not fair. It's 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 ridiculous. But you know, for all intents and purposes, Michelle, I, it sounds like you're part of a, a pretty good school district. Everything's kind of sticking the way it should be, and hopefully, these neighboring school districts mm-hmm. aren't going to impose on, on, on what's going on in your district. Now. My, um, my boss actually told me the other day, he said, we are going back to the future. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what does that even mean? He was like, we're going mm-hmm. back to pre COVID Yeah, next good. year. He said, next year we're going back to pre COVID. So you better all quit calling out mm-hmm. and you better all quit, like not coming to work. And we're taking attendance next year, and we're going to hold kids accountable again. Good, we're done. good, good, good. So I was That's excited. I mean, yeah. you guys, you guys are raising the next future leaders. I mean, this yeah. is yeah. But the thing is, so is that important. he he told me one time, and I kind of agree with him. He was like, "Isn't it funny that no news network has been to our district where we've mm. been so successful?" And yep. they've only been to the districts where there's still mask mandates and things yep. like I've, that. I've and I looked at him and I said, yeah. it's not part of the narrative. 
And he exactly. goes, it's not. Nope. And I, I've never understood until, I mean, much older, but I think these last two years, I've never understood what my mom said or what she meant when she said when I was younger, that said, the news is not for kids. Yeah. Quite a bit. Like she would never, ever, ever let me watch the news. And, and because there's nothing positive, there's no, no good news stories out there. If you were to turn on the news right now, I haven't watched the news in fucking years, but if you were to turn on the news right now, you would think every we were all on dying, fire. yeah, everyone dying, war, uh, famine, fucking mm. people just you know eating gravel off the street, and then you look outside, <laughs> you're like, uh, looks fine to me. Yeah, I quit watching the news after the election. Good, good. Yeah, smart. Yeah, I haven't started, watched the news in a while. I probably watch Friends and I read books. That's, it. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's, my, awesome. my, that's what my cousin does. Friends and watch books. Friends. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's it. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know how many times she's watched fucking Friends, but that's our jam. And well, we're in season three. We started tonight. from the front. We started oh, from season go. one, and now we're going to season ten. <laughs> Like, uh, but like Big Country said earlier, it's it's your job as as an educator is extremely important because this next generation of kids are directly influenced by you guys, and mm -hmm. I it's, I think that some parents I, I don't I don't think any of us feel this way, but some parents just think of school as a place that my kid is at for a little bit, but what or they as don't, a babysitter. Exactly. What they don't understand though is that they're these kids are in you know the, the parents are sending their kids to school and those kids are with educators longer than they're ever with their parents you know yeah. like like i send my son to school he he goes to, i i wake up at 5 30 in the morning i'm gone before he wakes up mm -hmm. so on on mondays when we record i come home i say hello to the kids give them all hugs and kisses i go shower i come into the office to to record sometimes I'm not done until they're already in bed. So he's seen and spent more time with his teacher than he spent with me all day, right. whether, mm -hmm. whether I see him after school or not. And I don't think people understand how important that much time with certain individuals is. They take it for granted. So they don't have an investment in. they're not. Oh, they knew in, how important it was during COVID. Exactly. Because they realize how much time their kids were at home with them and they're trying yeah. to do the Zoom and all that stuff. You know what I mean? You would not um, believe the comments I saw about oh, teachers I, on COVID. I'm I'm sure they were like my they were like, My property taxes pay your salary. I was like, I've seen my property taxes, pretty sure it doesn't pay my salary. Yeah. See, and and <laughs> And parents got to get off their fucking high horse when it comes to that shit. My wife was a preschool teacher for years, right? Yeah. And and I told her straight up, I don't know how you do this shit. Because half of the parents are shitty, half of the kids are shitty. And it's when you do find, like, those parents and kids that you love, and then they move on, it's like you got to start all over again and hope you get, you know, because parents, they do, they're demanding as fuck. I pay yeah, this man. much here, and you know what I mean? So yeah, it's, we it's, all pay that. Uh, you, you, you experience I, it all the time. 
Well, I don't know. I will road. say I, my, this. My taxes pay your salary. You know, I, if I had a if I had a buck for every time someone told me I pay your salary, man, I I would quit my job. Me and this right. po- podcast be fully funded. We'd be doing good, <laughs> I, boys. Right. I will say this though. I have had a couple students tell me you're the only one of the only teachers that I have in this school that actually likes their job, and I love my job. That's good. That's we. So need they know, but they know that, and yeah. kids kids know. Yeah, well, it comes through. It comes, mm-hmm. it comes through while you're teaching. And, and I'm gonna tell you something too. The teachers that are like that, that get comments like that, are the ones that shined on Zoom because oh, they sure. found a way to reach those kids. <laughs> and my daughter, I tried. It was hard. <laughs> my my daughter's teacher at the time um, was amazing. The yeah. way that she handled herself and interacted individually with the kids, you know, you know, it it was amazing to watch. And then I saw my poor sons with their couple shitty middle school teachers they'd have two good teachers and then two awful teachers and you could see the difference and the disconnect between the classes and you're like what the fuck's going on you know why is my son having a's in this class you know what's going on they don't like to teach yeah 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 that is sad that you want this as a paycheck because it's not much (laughs) And, and and that's that's the other thing is people don't realize how little teachers make especially when they have to pay for for all their materials well, you know this I mean? year, you know, during COVID, our district, we didn't mm-hmm. have to pay for any materials. See, and that's that's the so kids, good. The kids or me. Good, good. Because uh, I, I can oh, tell so you now. they didn't embezzle the money? That's weird. <laughs> no, they <laughs> used their COVID funds because we didn't good. close down last year. So See, they used their COVID funds and that's bought how it all should the be kids' done. materials and all of us. So That's how it should be done. Because I'll tell you, every year the school year starts teachers they they hand out a list of supplies that they need donated right because the teachers yeah see the (laughs) teachers can't afford it the district doesn't want to pay for it so as parents especially my wife being a former teacher we understand so we try and donate as much stuff as we can to help that relief because it's it's hard it's not i have a i have a really good father-in-law he gives me a hundred dollars every year there you go. Because <laughs> the governor of our state used to give a hundred dollars. Oh, really? Now he still gives it to me every year. Good. See, good. Yeah. that's a good man. Yeah, he and, is. He's a really good man. And it's and, and I mean, Michelle, you got an incredibly tough job. I'm happy you enjoy it. That makes the kids enjoy it, and it makes everything a lot easier. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I I I, I mm-hmm. honestly feel like. And I don't even want to say frontline workers because I feel like that phrase is just beaten to shit over the past two years. Yeah, God, yeah. When can the banner at the post office come down that says <laughs> right. the heroes work here? When yeah, can we pull right. That I have a down? cup. Seriously. Look, my my friend got me a cup for my birthday this year, and it says "essential AF." <laughs> That's it. what we need to yeah. say: essential well, AF. Like, and, and incredibly, right? Because you have to think. And like, my students are like, "Do you have a cup that says essential?" as fuck i'm like yeah you go no it says as for sure that's what it means but but you know i think out of out of every i would say almost every every profession that interacts directly with people obviously unless you're like answering phones and stuff like that like teachers are meant to have those kids in front of them and there isn't a profession of essential work where like I can't do I'm a mechanic I can't do my job from home right no. like I can't, I can't leave work and then come and be like, oh just bring everything here 
you know, big country's a, an electrician. He can't do his job from home. So they, they had teachers in person and then they Could told him do the you. same shit, but from your house. You know what I mean? Well, like, we had me and my friend at work, we had this um, folder on Google Drive and it was called, it is really happening. COVID-19. <laughs> when we shut down, we named our folder that. But Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was that, crazy because yeah. I had just come back from a cruise in February of 2020. Oh, shit. So you, And so I you, got home you, and I was sick. You had the last he, hurrah. <laughs> yeah. I came home and I was sick. And he was like, you have COVID. I was like, no, I really don't. <laughs> it's just and a month yeah, later, we shut cold. down. Um, now, Michelle, let me ask you this before we wrap up the show here, last couple okay. minutes of the show um, that's left. And, and I want to get your your take on this. And uh, as I had mentioned earlier, like our plan is to homeschool our, our son and the Good future kids that we have. And um, I, I, I'm just wired a little bit different. Maybe it's the show. Maybe it's the fact that we've been in this conspiracy game for like 10 plus years now. Um, but it's like. I, I want my son to have a very similar childhood that I had. Like I, it's mm-hmm. going to sound weird, but it's like, I've got VHSs ready for him to watch. I've got GI Joes and toys That's and all sweet. this stuff. And, but, but on the, on the educational side, um, it's like, I want him to learn, like, as he's learning English, like as he's learning, you know, his ones and twos and ABCs, mm-hmm. like I want him to also learn another language because he's, at that age, it's way easier than an adult trying to learn a new language. Yeah. I think there's studies that show that. And then kids that learn multiple languages are usually a little bit more brighter than the rest of us are tards. But um, <laughs> so, like, I have big Tar- ambitions. I can't say that, douche. I can absolutely. You cannot say that word. I absolutely can say that. After I said it. Uh, <laughs> so I have big ambitions for my son. I think that's any parents like desire. Like I want more for my kids. Yeah, not to you say want I didn't have do better. Yeah. Not to say I didn't have it. Like I had everything I wanted. Well, I don't everyone know always wants want their it. kid to do better than them. So yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. And, and so that's part of the aspiration for him to be homeschooled. Cause we have that influence, but it's not necessarily like him in his room doing like in his room doing homework that his mom gave him. Maybe cause I know there's like homeschool groups that they have now and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. is, is there something that you've seen in, in the industry that you're in, even with charter schools, like privatized education versus mm-hmm. public? Is there a difference in testing it, like, uh, as far as results go, um, or, think, or anything like that? I think the biggest thing for me, and I actually listened to a podcast the other day with one of my best friends, he's. I can't, I don't even have my phone, so I can't look it up, but it's like a business podcast. I think that the focus on a trade right now, whether you homeschool or you're in school is very important. Thank you. So not just, Hey, we're going to go to college. No, we're going to learn a trade. You go, you know why? Because I'm not going to pay a plumber. I'm not going to plumb my, my shit. I'm not going to do my septic tank. I'm going to call someone to do it. Now, my friend, I'll send you the link on Instagram or whatever. Please but, do. Um, he did a whole business podcast about he's opened this fire. Um, it's like a fire sprinklers and stuff. And he owns mm-hmm. this company and where we live. And he didn't have a college degree. And I think that that should be an option for kids. 
whether you homeschool or not, you should mm-hmm. teach your kids a trade. Yes. And my husband, he is has a business major and he also has a journeys electric license. Hell yeah. So he oh, can go sparky. Yeah. <laughs> so if he loses his job in the business world, he can go pull wire. Yeah. Can mm-hmm. I do that? No. Nope. Mm-hmm. No. And so my dad, he works, he works in construction. He builds houses and he's worked in construction my whole life. And he was always like, go to college, go to college, go to college. That's not it. He told me, he goes, it's not important now. Teach yep. your kid a trade. Yes. Plumbing, welding, anything that you can find for auto them. Auto mechanic. That is auto mechanic. <laughs> there's a diesel school. Look, oh. there's a diesel, there's a diesel school up in Nashville. Oh yeah. Diesel techs make stupid money. So much money. Yeah. And they make more money than me. And yeah. so it's one of those things where you can homeschool your kids. You can put them in public school. You can be in private school, but mm-hmm. make sure, especially those boys, not just girls, but boys yeah. know that they don't have to go to college. Yep. They don't have to do that. Find a trade, get them in something and let them move up in the ladder. Yeah. yeah. And that, I mean, there's nobody around right now that knows trades. Oh, mm-hmm. you know, uh, Michelle, I've been preaching this shit our entire time the show's been on. I, I, I'm sorry. It's my big preacher. No, thing, I, I love that. I love that. And I love that, that you are making it known, especially, you know, in your, in your, your circle. I mean, I got three degrees in education. Wow. We got me two raises. <laughs> oh, cool. <laughs> Well, but I mean, how many people do you know that have like random ass degrees that they went and spent four years in college for and, and they're not even exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. You know, well, so my, my dad told me, he's like, if you're going to get a degree, you got a degree, you got to get a degree. And like, if you're going to be a teacher, you got to go to college. Yeah. Like right. I did. He's like, but to be a welder, no, no, you go in with a welding company, yep. you get in with their program. You get like a certification and then you're making $80,000 a yeah. year. Yeah. Your, your trade school's paid off the first year you work. Yes. Yeah. You don't ever have to worry about it. You know what I mean? And, um, you know, I've even had the discussion with my son. He's only eight. You know what I mean? But I told him, cause he, he was already talking about college. I said, dude, you don't need college. You well, don't. yeah. And he, what, what, what am I going to do? I said, go to a trade school. I did, mm-hmm. he, this kid loves taking shit apart, putting it back together. I said, dude, yeah. if you're even if you don't want to be a mechanic, you can be an engineer. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. it, it kind of even at eight years old, he was kind of like, oh, shit, that makes sense. You know what I mean? And but I think people need to hear that. Yeah, kids need especially to hear that. high school and I, kids. I really am going to send y'all that link. But yeah, absolutely. He, he is a best friend of mine and but the thing is is that big country like you got to focus on what your son is good at Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and just channel it if he's good at school put him in college if he's not if he's good at a trade or putting blocks together or whatever oh yeah unfortunately he's gonna play in the nhl he doesn't have a choice (laughs) (laughs) so sorry bud well then he needs to go to school yeah well and that was all right What's some something that's so Chris? I know you wanted to make a point here, and we'll kind of wrap up the show. Um, but what was really interesting is I remember when I was in high school, and they were really pushing college, college, college. Now, my mom and dad always tell me this: if you want better than us, mm-hmm. go to school. Um, and then this last couple of years, that has all changed. 
mm-hmm. because I'm in a trade. Like my dad has always done construction. And so it was kind of in my blood and eventually I found it a little bit later in life, but I found it. Mm-hmm. And um, I, they were the, like the, the premise of going to a trade when I was in high school, it was like, Oh, that's, that's for the dumb. That's for the, ah, uh, that's for like the but continuation. It's not for the dumb kids. kids. It's for the smart fucking kids. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. It is. It is yeah. because you're going to go to a, a job. You're going to learn something that you can do for the rest of your life and move up and move up. You're never going to put yourself into hundreds of thousand dollars of debt yep. and you're going to always be making income and you're going to get paid for the comp- compensated for the work that you do. And it's, it's tangible and, and it is, it's skill based. Yep. You're going to be rewarded on your skill of that profession. And that's something that I've been, I'm, I keep threatening. I'm going to send my oldest son to go live with a uh, big country in Kansas and he's going to teach him how to be an electrician. Um, cause he's doesn't do great in school. He, he does the bare minimum. He gets by, he doesn't enjoy it. And I know that he doesn't. Why would I say, Hey son, I know that you hated school your entire life. Go to four more years to waste money that yeah, you're not going to two more years after that. Yeah. It, no, go <laughs> all learn- my students who are not good in school. I send them certain podcasts and things from economics and business. And I'm like, listen to these entrepreneurs. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it's yeah. time for you to be not go to college. It's yeah. okay. and, and, my, but my, I think it's important, especially for high school kids to know that trade school is an option. And unfortunately, you know, once it starts coming to all these standardized tests at the end of the, your high school career, you know, SATs, all this other bullshit, and they put you in this little bubble. Well, you can make it into this college. You can't because your grades are or your score wasn't as high or whatever. Right. Well, yeah. none, none of that shit matters. You go to a trade school and you'll, you're going to get it figured out. You're going to be making good money and you won't ever have to deal with fucking, you, you, you'd be able to retire earlier. Yeah. Yes. And everyone's, right. everyone's a little different. I have a cousin. Um, the last point I'll make and then we'll kind of wrap up, but I have a cousin who's an attorney. Um, very, very smart, very book smart. She could not score us a, a high enough score on her LSATs to place her in a, in a law school. And it's not that she's dumb. She's just a bad test taker. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then she found this um, law school that's online. And it's accredited. And then they require a fifth year because you're taking it online instead of four years. And she, for whatever reason, she has the ability to take a class online and crush it. So she does it, passes the bar her first try, which most yeah. law schools, even Harvard, Yale, uh, Fordham, all these ones, it's an average of two times on your bar. Yeah. She passed it her first time and she's an attorney. So everything, it's a little bit different for everybody. Yeah. Yeah, know? it is. Mm-hmm. And I don't think there's like one size fits all, anything like that. I mean, yeah. boy, how many times yeah. have we said on this show, technicians are the engineers heroes? Oh, yeah. Because I know for a fact in a trade, a guy or a girl will have mm-hmm. way more respect becoming a project manager or a foreman or whatever superintendent, if they were in the trade. Yeah. Then some kid that comes out of school that couldn't tell me the difference between a flathead and a Phillips screwdriver. Oh yeah. But is running a project. Yep. My dad calls them the kids who hold the Starbucks. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. And that's it. He's like, Oh, can't even. It's true. It's true. Because those guys that go to school specifically for one thing, right? They mm-hmm. they build it and then they and then you say, okay, well this is how we fix it, right? 
they're an engineer can't fix shit unless they were ever in the field. That's yeah. a fact. That's an absolute fact. Yeah. Without a doubt. Um, boys, any final points, uh, questions for Michelle before we wrap up tonight? Thank you for everything you do for your students. I've had a blast. Thank you. Yep. Yeah, Thanks for your time. We appreciate your time. We yeah. always do. We, whenever we have guests on, uh, we love just to pick their brains, see where other people are at. You know, we're just a couple normal guys and doing normal things, and we just love hearing. I'm a big fan, that. so. Oh, it means you. a lot. That's way cool. Hopefully, yeah. you actually have some some friends and colleagues. Maybe you could be like, "Hey, you should probably listen to this show." Oh, they're going <laughs> to trust me. They are waiting on the final result. Yeah. <laughs> that's cool. I don't like. I hope you don't have to like. You're like, "Hey, check this podcast out." And they're like, "What's up, white supremacists?" The next day because they listen to it or whatever. No, yeah. they're anti-COVID. They're good. All right. <laughs> I'm talking about our people. My our people. <laughs> um. Well, yeah, Michelle. Thank you so much for taking the time to come out uh, and hang out with us on the show. I know it's a little later where you're at. Um. And um. We got a little late start there. We had some technical issues, but we figured it out and we got you on and we appreciate your time. And we'll definitely do this again. Yeah. Um, and keep us posted on any information that you come across that you want to share with us as far as anything that's changing for better or worse uh, in on your neck of the woods. Okay, cool. Absolutely. So um, we'll say bye to you after we stop the broadcast here. So that is it okay. for this episode of Whiskey, Beer, and Conspiracy Podcast. I have been Big Country. I'm Boy. And I'm Chris. And we will see you guys on the next one. Take care.